0: Hey everybody, welcome in to Beyond the Beat. I'm Zach Hyduke, and today I'm solo, live for you down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I just wanted to hop on and do a quick summary here of some of the things I've been seeing, so we're a little casual right now, um, but uh, yeah, I'm just sitting in my Airbnb talking to you guys about some of the things I saw yesterday, and uh, if you want to get a full like summary you can read, I would suggest checking out our Senior Bowl uh, 2024 Summary Day 1. You can find that on our website now as well as on our Patreon. Uh, I am working to make the website version free for you today, so just uh, keep an eye out for that. You know, uh, just kicking things right off here. We're going to make it quick and dirty, but the the wide receivers, I think, if I was going to pick a group that stood out and maybe we would expect this coming in, Uh, But the wide receivers were who I was really impressed by. Uh, There was a couple in particular that stood out and uh, one that struggled a little bit, although I'm not certain how much of it was his fault. Uh, But Ricky uh, Pearsall out of Florida, man, he looked good today. Everybody seemed to be pretty impressed by him. Uh, We got a couple good videos uh, up on the site, I think, uh, of him. Uh, You know, he's coming off the line quickly there. Uh he, the ball that I really like seeing was a little bit underthrown, uh, but he beats the guy off the line off press and he has to come turn around, come back to it, and catch it. Uh and he does that really, really well through the contact. Uh that was exciting to see. Had a really good day overall. Uh Malachi Corley, he's a guy that I'm gonna pay a little bit more attention to today specifically. I didn't catch as much of him as I would have liked to, uh, but a lot of people were mentioning uh his performance there. So good start to his week for sure. Uh, Brendan Rice, son of uh, the uh, Hall of Famer of course, uh, t- he he had a really physical day. Um, there it, I don't know if it was just him and and everybody knew that they wanted to get you know a stop on him or what but uh, he drew multiple uh, flags from the defense for pass interference uh, and you know was really really strong through all that contact. He had to fight several times uh, through something. It felt like every you know second or third route he was running, somebody was was giving him too much uh, on the defense, and and he was getting a flag for that. So um, that that was good to see. That was really really good to see. Uh, the guy who, in my opinion, had the best day at wide receiver overall, and some would disagree and say this Lad McConkey had the best day, which he he did have a good day. But Roman Wilson out of Michigan, in my opinion, had the best day. Um, he just, uh, he had one of the only, I think maybe the only long catch that would have, in theory, gone for a touchdown up over the middle there, splitting two safeties. It was a little bit of a broken coverage, I think, but overall, I was just really, really impressed. And uh, he made the opp- most of the opportunity that he got. Uh, there were multiple times where he would. You know, even if the coverage wasn't busted, um, he dusted his uh, his coverage, so uh, I like what we saw there. Had several good catches, there were several times where he had the crowd ooing and aweing, and uh, that, um, that was exciting to see. Uh, another guy, yeah, this was a little bit more of an up and down day, in my, in my opinion. Um, but uh, Devonta's Walker, okay. Um, he had a couple times where it felt like maybe he should have caught a ball that he didn't, but there's one play in particular in one on ones where he's up against Kalen King uh, and he roasted him off the press. And in the video, you can see uh, that we took the wide receiver coaches like throwing his hands up in celebration before he's halfway into his route because he knows that uh, he had King beat there. So that's fun to see as well. Um, Lad McConkey, we'll get to the, the last good one before we get to the the bad lad mcconkey uh just a solid day probably the only real bright spot in my opinion on the american roster today you could you could argue that um i think thrash was also on the american roster and and he uh did well but it, really the only consistent guy was mcconkey now due to the quarterback play i guess i'm not surprised and we'll get to that later but Xavier Leggett uh, just really had a disappointing day, uh, whereas like Lad McConkey, whether they were lined up together or um, in different uh, on different teams, just was outperforming. He was consistent, getting open, catching the ball, and Xavier Leggett, I just felt like you know in one on ones, I think he was zero for four. Uh, he had a catcher or two in seven on sevens, and he just didn't feel like he had eleven on eleven opportunities. Too much. There was one or two routes, you know, a quick like zig or something, or maybe an out route, stop some sort uh, that he'd get something. Um, so it's not that he didn't catch anything or do anything at all today. He he certainly did uh, on Tuesday. That is, um, and frankly, I, it's not all his fault. The quarterbacking for the American roster just that he's on is is not as good. Um, you've got Spencer Rattler, Michael Pratt. Um, Bradley, and then um, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, Joe Milton. There we go. So those that's who's throwing in the ball. Um, I, I'll be interested to see what we've got going on today uh, to see if, if, if he can do a little bit better. Guys that I'm keeping an eye on, uh, Ryan Flournoy and Marcus Roseme jack Saint. I had a conversation uh, with uh, Roseme jack Saint, and uh, he comes with all the confidence that you'd expect from a Georgia wide receiver. Uh, there was a couple times where he popped up and like, ooh, hey, that was a nice catch. Uh, he had one there along the sideline that I really, really liked, maybe 15 yards down the field or so. That was fun to see. Flornoy, Ryan Flornoy, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that he was mentioned uh, on the previous one uh, a couple weeks back. And he is looking as he was billed, athletic and a bit raw, uh, but the guy looks fast. Um, I, I love looking at him in on the field. Uh, I'm I'm going to be keeping an eye on him. There was a little bubble screen that they drew up for him uh, that was fun to see. You know, he didn't get a ton off of it, but I feel like they are trying to show kind of what maybe he can do at the next level just with that speed and athleticism there um as i mentioned jamari thrash he had a couple really good catches on deep routes uh today yesterday rather and uh some in the crowd probably didn't know his name before the practice began but i would say that they definitely do now uh from the tight ends there's only one guy really that popped um i heard the name jaheem bell a few times you know he um He's a little bit undersized, and I just didn't see a lot from him. The guy who stood out the most was Ben Sinnott. I think that's how you say it. Maybe Sino. I'm not sure. But Ben Sinnott is how we're going today. I talked to him a little bit as well, and he believes that uh, he's the most versatile tight end in the draft. He's, as you can tell, also does not lack any confidence. He had several really good reps, looked good for the majority of the practice. However, um, I did get uh, him on a drop in 11-on-11s. Uh, you can see that on the video on the site as well or on Twitter. It wasn't the best ball placement uh, by the quarterback. Again, you know, the QBs for the American roster, just not as good as the uh, national roster. But he did get both hands on it. It was a little high and a little behind him. But, you know, it, it was a drop for sure. Um, so maybe uh, Wednesday will be a good day for him to redeem himself. Running backs. You know, it's not an amazing class, but there were a couple of standouts, in my opinion, Um I really liked what I saw from Rasheen Ali, Dylan Lauby, and um, Dejan Edwards. Now, some people would point out Marshawn Lloyd or Cody Schrader, and Schrader, I think, particularly, probably had a, a decent day comparative uh, to the rest of the class that I didn't mention there, but the guys that I particularly liked were the three I mentioned to start there. Rasheen Ali had Probably one of the only breakaway clean runs up the middle. Uh, There just was not much on the ground for the running backs today. And uh, for Ali, though, he had a really early run up the middle in 11-on-11 that got everyone really excited. Uh, Probably would have gone for a touchdown, but he showed a little bit of patience there, waiting for everything to kind of set up for him and uh, just got very nicely through the hole, would have definitely been a breakaway run, like I, I said, and uh, you know showed some speed there, which I liked. So uh, Dylan Lowby, though, in my opinion, had one of the better days. He looked fast. He looked capable. He's one of the only running backs who actually was able to get outside of the defense and break away down the field. I think he's probably the only guy that I saw that had a legitimate clean you know, outside run. Uh, He had several really good plays where he was able to do that, and uh, he did run a couple times up the middle, looked pretty strong when he did uh, have some contact there. Um, And yeah, like I said, he probably had the most successful runs today outside of perhaps uh, Edwards, who I'll mention here. Um, You know, he had people looking his way. Uh, I haven't seen him on everyone's top 10 players list from the first day, but I did like what I saw. He was physical for his size um, and had a couple good runs, especially towards the end of the day there. As I mentioned, Marshawn Lloyd, Cody Schrader, uh, you know, they should be noted. I'm going to look more uh, at them today is the plan. So with the quarterbacks, you know, just to wrap everything up here, I think the big thing to take away here is that they are kind of who we thought they were. I don't think that anybody did anything yesterday to tell me that they're any different than our assumptions coming in. You know, Bonex didn't really push the ball down the field. Uh, I want to see a little bit more from Michael Penix, Jr. Uh, He had a little bit less help from his offensive line. Uh, He took two sacks, you know, quote-unquote, in 11-on-11, where he didn't even get to throw the ball. Um, So I I honestly don't know. Now, I will say, though, those two guys were very clearly better at getting their receivers the ball. It was very obvious. Anybody who's working with them probably has a better chance to shine this week. Uh, you almost feel bad for the guys on the other roster there. But Spencer Rattler, you know, speaking of the American roster, looked like Spencer Rattler. Uh, you know, he had some good, some bad. There's a string of 11-on-11 11 11 where he put a few good plays together only to throw a pretty bad pick over the middle um, to a, a DB who's just camping, waiting for that ball to come over, threw it right to him. So Joe Milton. I mean that guy is huge. That's nothing new, but at six foot five, he looks bigger than everybody here. Uh, you know, I'm just not sure we're gonna see him have sustained success at the next level. There was some hits, there were some misses. His arm strength is insanity. I mean, you look at the guy. It's so funny to watch. You know, Rattler, Michael Pratt, um, Bradley throw, and then you have Milton, and it's just like a bazooka. It's insane. So. I mean you know he's got the physical traits but i just am not sure uh we're gonna see the consistency there uh going forward so guys uh if you're not already uh make sure you're following us on twitter i'm gonna be posting some videos uh up there all day i'll also try to get some on TikTok, so uh you can follow us there at 32 beat writers for both of those i will be live here up through saturday so uh yeah i'm trying to get you one every day we'll see if i can get you one this evening or if you're going to get another early morning one thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you later